Hello and thanks for listening. This is The Brock Wilson Show and I'm your host, Brock. Yesterday, I had the pleasure of having three guests say yes to a very spontaneous show. I asked the guys about doing a quick podcast show about an hour before we recorded. There was very little time for planning and I think it went well. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with basketball athletes Jordan Duffy, Freddie Batondo, and Jeremy McCoy. For those that know me and my wife Michelle, you most likely have heard us talk about Jordan. He's pretty much our son and the last of our college athlete adoptees. We started informally adopting some international volleyball athletes a few years ago, and we now have kiddos from Germany, Brazil, France, and Canada. Along the way, we also have a few basketball athletes from Maryland, Houston, and Pennsylvania. It's been an amazing experience, and I hope to have some of my other kids on future shows. They're amazing young adults and currently attending or completed college at schools such as UNLV, University of North Texas, Sacred Heart University, New Jersey Institute of Technology, Marquette University, Sam Houston State University, and San Jacinto Junior College. Jordan Duffy is a 21-year-old junior at the University of North Texas. Originally from Maryland, he calls our house his second home, and we are blessed to have him call his family. Freddie Batondo is a 23-year-old junior originally from Montreal, Quebec, and currently attending Sam Houston State University. Jeremy McCoy is a 22-year-old sophomore at San Jacinto Junior College. He's originally from Houston, Texas, and he is a celebrity basketball player. A special thanks to Kendrick Perkins for coming out on short notice and, and filming the show. Hopefully, we'll get that released out on YouTube for you guys. Again, thanks for listening, and please feel free to share the show with your friends, and also please follow us on Instagram at The Brock Wilson Show. And now sit back and uh, enjoy the conversation. So we're going. Uh, how the hell's everybody doing out there? Uh, welcome to the Brock Wilson Show. I am your host, Brock Wilson, and I'm about three months behind on uploading shows, and I apologize for that, but life has been busy, so uh, we've got a special show for you. Today, we have three guests. We have Jordan Duffy, Freddie, is it Batondo? Perfect. Is that perfect? Well, I like that. Perfect. I like when you say that. And Jeremy McCoy. Uh, let me give you a little background information on, on each of these guys. Jordan Duffy is a junior. Yes. Junior at the University of North Texas. He is a uh, athlete. So uh, actually, all three of them are athletes. That's what's kind of cool about the show. We're going to be talking about basketball. They're all basketball players and probably... I bet they probably played other sports, as most athletes usually end up playing one or two different sports before they find one that really works for them. Jordan's 21. He's from Maryland. And uh, what's your position? Combo guard. Okay. I don't want to say it and have you be disappointed. Uh, Jeremy McCoy, he is a celebrity basketball player. We'll have to find out what that, what that means. He's a sophomore at San Jack Junior College. He's from Houston, Texas. He's 22. And ladies, he's single. He, made sure, he, wanted to, he put that in all caps here to make sure I mention that. <laughs> Freddie Batondo, he is currently at, the, at Sam Houston University. He's a junior. He's from Canada, and he's 23 years old. So, guys, thanks for joining. I appreciate, appreciate you guys doing this on the last minute. So, we were shooting some video, too. We have uh, uh, Kendrick Perkins. Is that correct? Yes, sir. 
I just don't, I don't want to go blank. Uh, shooting some video, so we might end up throwing some of this up on YouTube, which is kind of cool. So we had the guys get up, put their, their best clothing on so they could look nice for the, for the camera. We got Michelle in the kitchen. Say hi. Wave. Hi. Easton's off to the side, hiding by the trash can. He's not supposed to be in here, but he's, he's still trying to sneak on. So uh, if any of you guys have listened to my show, I've only got a couple of episodes out, but you, you know that the, the concept of the show is to interview interesting people and people that are, you know, maybe masters at their skill or um, people that have started companies, people that are into innovative technology, maybe high-tech med, futuristic science. Uh, I, I just want to talk to people that I find interesting, and I find all three of these guys pretty interesting, so it's really exciting to get to sit here and pick their brains. We may not go through all the normal questions because we might end up steering into a different direction, but to get started... Um, who would play you in a movie and why? Freddie, I'm going to have you go first. I already said it. Denzel. Denzel Washington. All right. It's, e it's easy to say who. Now Now you got to say why. Because he's going to put some sauce in my character, you know. <laughs> I like him. I like Denzel. You're a great actor. That's my favorite, that's my favorite actor. Yeah. Well, personally. You, you can't go wrong with Denzel. That's yeah. For sure. you gonna, that's, the, that's, the, that's the first reason he's going to put some sauce in my character. Like now, it. is it going to be Denzel from Training Day, or is it going to be Denzel? Malcolm X. Okay, all right. All yeah. right, there you go. And Training Day. Yeah, a, a little bit of Next. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have cases on all you. <laughs> all right. Um, are you a sheep or are you a wolf? <laughs> I pick one. Jordan, who's going to play you in a movie and why? Will Smith. Okay. <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> All right, Fresh Prince, tell us why. That's why he's fresh. <laughs> the Jays, because the Jays. Okay, so is it Fresh Prince? Is it going to be Fresh Prince of Bel Air, or is it Will Smith from say uh, what's one of his uh, totally opposite? Uh, seven pounds. Seven, yeah. Uh, fresh Prince. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> Hang on a second, pause. We got beeping. Is it? Do we need to worry about it? Is it cool? I don't know. You see the video on the phone? Let me look. I heard it, but. Uh, I was thinking more like, I am legend. Start. Oh, man. Fresh Prince. <laughs> That's where it's at. Yeah, just, just keep shooting there. Let's just roll through a little bit and then we'll move it around. Check on it. All right. Uh, back on it here. Jeremy. Oh, uh, that guy had me playing as um, Tristan Wilds. All right. Who is that? I'm drawing a blank. Get up on the mic a little closer too. Yeah, yo, he a light skinned actor. Uh huh. So that's why. So, you, so you you want to make sure he represents <laughs> your skin tone. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't you pick Drake? Yeah, why not Drake, man? You look like him, kind of. I mean, it's OVO season coming up. Came from the city. Uh, <laughs> Put both hands together. That's amazing grace. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, a good question to ask you guys is not one of my typical questions. It's, it's about your career and experience at San Jack because, Jeremy, you're still there currently? Yeah, yes, sir. Okay. And Jordan and Freddie have moved on. So let's talk about how you ended up at San Jack. Freddie, you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Basically, um, I got hurt and I was going to stay home, but then Coach Tally called me. 
numerous of times <laughs> at my house in Canada. <laughs> and he wanted me to come because he knew about me from somebody else. And he was just like, come to San Jack. We're going to take care of you and everything. Yeah. So basically, that's how I ended up in San Jack. And I loved it. I mean, I met great people and everything. So so it was on your list of schools to attend? No, no it wasn't it, at all. It wasn't? I was supposed to go. Matter of fact, I was supposed to stay home and um, like do school online because I had offers at D1 already. Okay. But then I just decided to just come because my mom was like, nah, you got to go take some credits. Mm-hmm. You're not staying home. So I was like, okay, I'm going to come. Were you trying to, but you still wanted to come into the U.S. from Canada? Yeah, yeah, okay. I was. I was, yeah. I was. I was just going to take a day, like a, not a, a year off. Yeah. But then my mom was like, nah, you're not taking it. Yeah. Going to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I came. Well, cool. Yeah. Jordan? Tally saw me at an AAU tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, he called me multiple times. I didn't answer the phone. And Joy I ended answers up. Phone. Imagine that. I ended up committing here two days before school started. Two days before school. Yep. Why, what was the reason for waiting so long? Why, what, why the hesitation? Was it fear? You just weren't sure? You didn't know if it was the right fit? No, nah, I, I didn't think I was going to go to JUCO. No? Mm. Okay. So I wasn't interested in Juco. You weren't interested. Mm-hmm. But you wanted to play ball. Yeah. Okay. How does it feel now that you've already passed Juco? Now you're at the next level. I'm glad I did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Jeremy, how'd you end up at San Jack? I mean, you're lo- you're a local boy, so So, Coach Tally never called me at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I didn't get seen, so I just went you know, because my parents told me I needed to go yeah. and pursue education further than high school. So mm-hmm. I went, and I remember having Gust with Professor Wilson mm-hmm. and uh, meeting Jordan, too. Yeah. And I ain't going to lie. I talked so much. It was ridiculous. Like, I, I just talked too much. <laughs> <laughs> so... After a while, I started, like, taking after Jordan and just being quiet. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then um, I just – I got to meet great people. I really got to, you know, understand – got to meet Freddie, got mm-hmm. to understand college life, got to really, like, stay behind the scenes, but at the same time watch everybody around me. And I got to really meet Jordan, got to just – hire my education but also hire myself as a man okay did anything change from when you kind of made this transition from a talker to a a listener i mean uh i think it's pretty interesting that you it's something that you did on purpose like you you did it because i did it mainly because when you talk you're never learning but when you listen and you stay behind the scenes that's when you see more than what other people see. You see more than just a vision. Okay. Because when you, when you look and you don't say nothing, you're not only visually learning, but you're learning. Processing, the absorbing. Process. Yeah, you're t- taking it in. Right. So me transitioning into that new mental mind frame, it really helped me evolve and learn that talking ain't, important really is what you listen for Mm -hmm. that's gonna really help you out and doing that it is taking me further than i ever thought cool awesome man um 
Let's bounce over to Jordan. Uh, what quote or song best describes you? <laughs> or describes you or inspires you? So I don't know if you, if you had think, time to think of a quote or there's a quote that you have or if songs are pretty easy also to come up with, but. I ain't really thought about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think um, NBA Youngboy blowing up. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Ins- inspires you? Kind of motivates you? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Right now, do you have something in your playlist that you play before game? Um, is there a specific song? Is there? Do you have a specific playlist of songs that you play to yeah. get you motivated? Yeah, I got a, a playlist I play, but one song I always listen to is uh, called What If by Lil Dirt. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, we might put some mm-hmm. of this stuff in the show notes. All right. Freddie, same question. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> if I die, I'm a legend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's it. All right. (laughs) Jeremy. Uh, Rise of Shine by J. Cole. Mm -hmm. You know, you. I really listen to it every single every single time I step on the court. Every time I go to the wave room, that's the first song I always play Mm -hmm. because it describes you know what my what my vision is and what I want out of life. Cool. Sweet. Tell me about your morning routine. Do you have a specific routine Monday through Friday? Um, or if you want to do what's your weekend routine or you want to do both, just how you get your day started or something specific that uh, if you don't do this, this or this or this one specific thing, you feel like you're kind of off. Uh, First thing I got to do is just thank God for waking me up. Like, cause you know, that's another day that I get to see that somebody else didn't. So that's like, that's a blessing for me. Okay. Um, then I got to get something to eat. You know, I got to eat some. Because <laughs> if I don't eat, I'm going to be aggravated. All right. But I always I make sure that I got my stuff squared away so that way when I, you know, go to the gym, I don't have to worry about thinking I forgot some more or I have to go back home, do this, do that, then go and just mess everything up. I'll have everything in my bag right there so that way when I arrive, I don't have to leave. I can leave when I want to leave. So planning. So there's some planning that's done ahead to make sure right. you've got what you need. Uh, what's your workout routine? Workout. I always, I always run 20 minutes on a treadmill to, uh, to warm up. Then I spend about an hour doing, like, back workouts. I spend another hour doing knee workouts because I've always had like knee injuries. I've had ankle injuries. So I spent an hour doing those type of workouts for like self therapy mm-hmm. from what I was taught. Then I'll go ahead and just start bouncing around from station to station, working on cer- certain aspects of the muscle. Cause I mean, in this, in this line of work, either you strong and you let people know not to mess with you or you get looked at as a sissy. Okay. Cool. Jordan, you want morning like, routine. Like in season? Yeah. You want to do in season? You can say in season I do this. Or. Wake up, get myself together, get something to eat, listen to some music, 
weights, practice film. How different is your morning routine now at <laughs> UNT compared to at San Jack? Uh, San Jack. In season. Oh, San Jack. San Jack, we ain't have like shoot around early in the morning, none of that. So I'll just sleep all day, go to class, and then get ready for the game. But at UNT, you got like shoot around in the morning, film in the morning, then pregame meal with the team. Whereas San Jack, we ate by ourselves, like for pregame, you on your own. So it's a lot different. Okay. Anything specific you do in your workouts currently that you didn't do before? What do you mean? Because, well, I guess l let's let's go ahead and jump into you've had a bunch of injuries, mm -hmm. and we'll get into that a little bit later. Is there, there things you have you modified your workout? Oh yeah, like before workouts, like I used to I used to not stretch or nothing. I used to just get right into working out, but since the injuries, I've been like taking care of my body more and being in the uh, training room more, getting my body working on before working out and before games and stuff. Okay. Cool. Freddie, morning routine. Uh, how you get your day started? It's probably it's the same, to be honest. Like, yeah. I wake up. But mine is different, I think, from them. But I wake up. The first thing I like to do is listen to music, to be honest. Go in the bathroom, wash your face, whatever you got to do, brush your teeth. Then we gotta go to, I got to go to class. So... I'm going to class, and we got different from him. My my practice and everything start like in the afternoon. So okay, my morning routine is basically waking up, getting ready for class. Getting ready for like class. That. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next question I usually ask is about related to books. I don't know where you guys are as far as readers. You're in college, so I would think you have to do a lot of reading. But any uh, recent books that have had an impact in your life, or you you don't have to, it don't have to be a book either. It could be an article or something you heard a conversation or someone something that was told to you that you find inspiring definitely i would everybody got to read the alchemist for real that's like one of my favorite book ever okay and yeah i think it's a great book and it changed my life basically yeah yeah i was telling michelle the other day uh, see if i can remember this i heard someone i was listening to another podcast and they were talking about uh some college students that were assigned to read a book i forgot what the book the name of the book was but it was a book that's typically read in high school mm -hmm. and a lot of the college what was it animal, animal farm and a lot of the college uh, students were like we read that in high school we read that in high school and the 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 professor the instructor said yeah you you've read it before you read it before but you specifically you at this age at this point in your life you have not read it and i thought that was pretty cool because mm -hmm. these books Sometimes when you read them, they can inspire you in different ways and in different stages of your life. So that might be a book that you might read again in 10 Which years. What is it? Um, well, Animal, Animal Farm. Farm was the name of the book, yeah. Uh, typical North American high school yeah. acquired knowledge. Uh -huh. Jordan, anything on you? Yeah, my grandma gave me this little sports Bible. Mm -hmm. I read it every now and then, but... I am not really into reading books, none of that. No? Mm -mm. You know what's funny? I got the same sports Bible. You do? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool, though. I'm going to start yeah, reading it. It's real. all right. It's, it's not bad. Yeah. I just don't read it a lot. Do you carry it with you? Do you travel with it ever? Nah. No? Mm -mm. Jeremy? So, like, um, I wasn't really into books like that. And in comp, in comp 2, we actually started 
having to read more. So our professor would give us like poems and stuff that we have to like research and read. And I mainly I mainly went with um, Langston Hughes. He um he just talked about like the the struggles how it really was how it was back then mm-hmm. and how he never let adversity hinder him of doing what he wanted to do and the fight that he was fighting for not only himself but for everybody kind of like the way Martin Luther King was and when I read his stuff it's like you feel what he's saying and you get a visualization of if I could put myself in that and then still conquer it, then why not? So Langston Hughes is probably one of the biggest um, poets that I've ever read. Okay. Have you ever thought, or is there anyone you could think of right now that you think could benefit from that? Like, have you ever thought about gifting books? I never really thought about it, actually. Um, Michelle and I, we tend to our our family and friends probably hate us because we always give them books for 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 their birthdays and you know Christmas. We end up at Barnes and Noble and we just give books. I just just uh, wonder if you ever thought of there's someone that like this inspired me so much. I'm gonna jot something down inside and give you a copy of it and see if it does the same for you. No, I never really thought about it, but it's a good idea though. All right, let's uh, let's switch over to purchases. A recent purchase under a hundred bucks that most improved your life. Jordan, you can go first. He a big baller. He got to think about it first. <laughs> He's like, what do I buy that's under a hundred? Everything I buy is over a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Could have got ten pizzas last night at Toyota Center. Or <laughs> <laughs> mm. you know what? You you can take away the dollar. The hundred dollars, just a recent purchase that has most improved your life. Recent purchase. Um, you had to come back to me. I got. <laughs> I gotta think about it real quick. Jeremy, you got something? Uh, yeah, I actually got a uh, a few things from sponsors I'm working with right now. Uh, Power Hands and uh, Shot Tracker. Tell me what that is. I'm so Power Hands is basically, it's like, it's weighted gloves, but it's fit to like compress. So if you're a ball handler, it's to help you with your ball handling, make you better. If you're a baseball player, it's to help with grip. If you're, you know, a power lifter. Or is, it, is this a product that's out and available now? Or is this yes. Up and, oh, it is? Okay. It's out. Um, what was the other one you said? Shot Tracker. It keeps tracks of your shots. Um, it's not it's not fully accurate, but it gives you an idea of like what your percentage is and how you shoot. Okay. I use it and I get up, you know, almost a thousand shots a day. Cool. And it keeps track of, you know, your percentage, makes, misses. It lets you know what you can improve on, what needs work, you know, your hot spots, your cold spots. Um it really it's really helped out my shooting a lot, especially with you know, playing in a lot of games, well, playing in more games now mm-hmm. than I was back then. So it's really improved my game as well as with the power uh, power hands. Okay, cool. Awesome. I'm going to look those up. Jordan, you found something? Yeah, those headphones you gave me. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. 
All right. Because um. So they're noise canceling headphones, is what they are, is what yeah. George is referring to. I had a, a set of Sony um, noise canceling headphones. Sony, if you're listening and you want to sponsor the show, be glad, we'd be glad to have <laughs> you. Uh, I, and I bought a set of Bose headphones, the, the new Bose headphones with noise canceling. So Bose, you can also sponsor the show. But um, because I got the new ones, I handed the, uh, the Sonys down to Jordan. Um, I'm not really big on flying, but for work, I have to fly. And those headphones have really helped out because I get on the plane, I got my routine down, uh, I stick those things on, and I got my music ready or my podcast show, and I just kind of zone out. So I thought they would help him. Made a difference? Big difference. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Not real big on flying, right? No. No? No. Yeah. All right. I'm glad they're helping. <laughs> I got one, but it's not under 100. That's fine. It don't have to be under. It's my passport. I had to renew my passport. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You improved my life, because if not, I'll be out. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I got to do that. I lost mine. I sent mine in for renewal, for and they said they never received it. And uh, so, so you got to do a new one? Yeah, and I'm just procrastinating, not doing anything, and I need to. You got to watch out. They might steal your information. <laughs> There might be a new Brock. <laughs> there might be. Uh, let's see. Let's go to. Um, we talked about. I don't. I usually ask about diet, but you guys all mentioned wake up in the morning and you got to have something to eat. Athletes, I kind of figure that you need fuel. So, um, breakfast person, Freddie, you're I'm saying not. you're not. You're not really. So you get the day started just. I drink water. Drink water? Yeah. Okay. What about for, I'm always interested in, in, in people with, uh, that, like you guys that are actively working out. In season, do you notice a difference in your intake versus when you're off season? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Same for you. Um, let's go to Jordan. Some of your lowest moments financially or emotionally that have changed your behaviors and decision-making today? You can describe a moment, or you could say, in general, because of this, this is how I view things. Oh, um, probably this past year when I was hurt. Yeah. And not being able to play. Um, it made me appreciate basketball more. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it sucked for us sitting there watching you on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> you know, watching the games, knowing you weren't going to play. So we, I think a couple of times Michelle and I say we can't even imagine what's going on in his head, mm-hmm. sitting there watching, thinking if I could be up there, if I could be playing, if I could be helping my team out. It's got to it's be tough. Yeah. Freddie? Same. We, yeah, you had some. You, you dealt with injury issues at San Jack, mm-hmm. and before that, and before that, yeah. okay. So, so it's the same for real. It made me more humble, mm-hmm. a lot more humble. I appreciate everything more. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, plays way more fun. Everything, and I feel like I learned. I learned too. Like from sitting down, you see the game different. So I yeah. learned a lot more. I think it's really cool because you guys learn to appreciate your health at a younger age. Because mm-hmm. of this, um, I think people like me, I, I, I mean, I like sports, but I, I'm not a pro athlete or anything by any means. 
uh, I rarely even do anything active that I could say I go out and play, but it wasn't until like my late thirties before I started to like really appreciate good health. And I, and I think if I had realized that at a younger age, I would have made some changes in my life that would have helped me now that I'm in my forties to mm -hmm. be healthier. So I think you guys are, it sucks getting hurt, mm -hmm. but, but I think the awareness that was created and where you're at now mentally and you realize I have to take care of this body. I have to, I have to take care of this because for you guys, it's, I mean, it could be your livelihood in, in the future. Mm -hmm. You dealt with the injury issues? Yeah. You said your knees, right? Yeah. Um, high school, I uh, actually severely bruised my ACL, my PCL, my MCL, which oh. sidelined me for, I think, six or 12 weeks. Um, and I was just sitting there. And, like, I was hurt because I couldn't – like, I was emotionally and mentally hurt because I always visualized myself on that court. And anytime something was missed, I visualized I know I can get it. So when I sit there, I'm like, when I come back, I got to be humble. I got to be more hungry because if I don't, then I'm just going to settle. And um, then coming in to um, – Saint Jack. Michelle's cooking some food for us in the kitchen, so that's the noise. <laughs> I came into Saint Jack, and uh, I mean, I was I was healthy and stuff like that, but my my skill level it wasn't there, and I thought it was. And to be honest, when I look back on it, I was a scrub. Like, no, nah, I can call, I can call myself that I was a scrub. That's how I played, and then I started like looking at the basketball team and how like they played. And that really told me I need to get my I need to get my act right. So I started doing what I needed to do. I started working out more, getting back into the gym, really getting myself back to a basketball player and not just somebody who plays basketball. Because mm -hmm. it's a big difference. I think that's awesome. Two good points that you kind of brought up. Um, there's the healing process of the injury and then the healing process of the mind in that I can get past this and I can mm -hmm. be better. And, and the other thing was finding, realizing that there are athletes that maybe are better than you, maybe they're gifted, and seeing them and getting inspired to make changes in yourself to get better, which I think is really cool because maybe, what are you saying? Follow-up What? Yeah. The Sandbeck team. They got so used to winning. You can ask them what their record was. Um, and then there's the idea that there's no one to prepare you for injury when you're a professional athlete. You're not going to probably beat your standards right now, but you can't take Boston Red Sox and with injuries. And he, he and I have talked about it, but I think that's something that's not really discussed. Mm -hmm. Right. I think it is a separate issue, and it's something for each one of these guys to, to you know, we watched it with Jordan. We, we saw you. We had Freddie here with the leg brace sitting here on the couch hanging out. So, you know, um, what was the record at San Jack when you guys were playing? Yeah, they lost. We lost four, right? We lost, we lost three? Two. two. 33 and two. 33 oh, and two. My bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> we lost two, we lost two. Yeah, that does have to be tough coming from, um, you know, at San Jack where you just, you guys were just, it was a good combination. The, the team played well. 
Um, the coaches like the chemistry was it was just there, you know. And then you go off somewhere else, transition to another school, you make a move, and then you have injuries. You barely get to play, so that, that does have to be tough. And, and Michelle brings up a good point: How is that handled? And and is there maybe more thought that needs to put be put into taking care of these athletes to make sure they get back on track? Because I think it's real easy to to just think that you're just another player and you're just another body. They can find someone else and they'll make adjustments on the team. Um, but, you know, there's that's when there's parts. Uh, th- there's things that you bring to the team that it's not just your playing ability, but maybe what you do on the bench when you're hurt mm-hmm. or when you can't play, how you root for your team and cheer them on and, you know, during a timeout, coach them and help them out, which we saw we saw you, Jordan, you know, doing that cheering on at some of the highlights of some of the players that maybe maybe some of these guys wouldn't have played as many minutes if you had been healthy and been on the court, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, another question. We'll start with Freddie. If you could put one law into place, what would it be? The law of, the law of attraction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? That's an alchemist. That's the book I was talking about. All right, tell me about it then. Basically, what you put, like, what you put into your into your thinking basically like it's gonna happen okay so if you think you're gonna be successful and you put the work and everything you're gonna be successful but if you think you're not gonna be successful you're not gonna be successful visualization Vision. yeah uh-huh. that's what it is okay i like that yeah i believe in that but it's actually i think it's, it's an actual law so i think is it, or well, is it? we'll look it up <laughs> we'll find out <laughs> at least you explained it yeah jordan one one law you can put into place right now it starts today Nah, I'm gonna go with Freddie. <laughs> yeah, just pick mine, bro. That's yeah, I'm gonna go with Freddie Law. That sounds like a good law. <laughs> Big facts. All right, Jeremy. I played the fifth. I'm going with the law of attraction. All right. I'm going with Fred. Okay. All right. That's Winning fine. team. <laughs> Winning team. <laughs> uh, let's jump into sleep habits. Since you guys, uh, I mean, I kind of, I, I kind of know some of the sleep habits. I get to see them since you, you guys hang out here. But uh, Freddie, you good? Yeah. Sleep habits, Freddie. Yeah. So, like, you want to, you want to know how, how many times, like, how many hours I sleep? Yeah. Do you, you need your full eight, nine hours. Can you survive on five hours? It's Are you early to bed. Basketball schedule is cool to me. Sometimes it might be hard, like especially if you road games. I don't know about y'all, but sometimes you come back at four and then you gotta wake up at like eight. Yeah. To go to class. <laughs> nah, actually wake up at seven because I got class at eight. So, so it, gets, it can be pretty tough. Yeah, it can be. It can be tough, but you, you, like I take my red, my my naps, but uh huh. I think I need seven hours. Yep. Seven, yeah. and you're cool. Yeah, seven. And I'm cool. Jordan. I need my four. <laughs> <laughs> Fact though. <laughs> my eight, nine hours, I need it. I think it's funny because diff- I've met different people at different stages in my life who they almost want to brag that they only need four or five hours. And then you have some people that are like, oh, I need my, I need 10 hours. And, and they're just not ashamed to say it. I don't think there's a reason to be ashamed. I think different bodies, different people, they just need different sleep. Mm-hmm. I used to be able to stay up late, 
super late. I'd get like this extra burst of energy at night. And now man, it gets close to 10 o'clock and I'm, I'm already thinking about, I'm ready to get back in bed. Four or five hours. Don't pass me the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing nothing for you. <laughs> at least you know that. Jeremy, where you at with sleep? Um, I've had it to where I've, my body is uh, adjusted to the amount of sleep that I get. So there's been times where, you know, you just have them sleepless nights where mm-hmm. you only get one, two hours of sleep and you got to function a whole day. I've adjust, my body is actually adjusted to that. And I've meant to be a, been able to adjust to that as well. So, you know, there's times where I get, you know, my full late. And then there's times where I only get two. But I've made sure that I've gotten to the point where I can control what I can do and know the difference of what can be done and what can be done. Cool. What area of your life have you seen the most recent growth and how is this possible? I want to ask Jordan this question first. Why you keep going at me first? <laughs> Just because. Got your neck. Because <laughs> if I ask Freddie and I ask you, you're going to say, oh, yeah, whatever Freddie said. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you first now. Yeah, what's something in your life that uh, you've seen the most growth, recent growth? Um, I think um, You take your time. I'm talking a little more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> the man of yeah. many words. You had to face a lot of coaching, more coaching than you probably ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Has it changed in the way you handle it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Sam Jack, we had a lot more freedom when we played. And at North Texas, it was like a more structured system. And the coach, if you're doing something wrong, he gonna let you know. And I think I matured a lot dealing with that because uh, my freshman and sophomore year, if I heard a coach yelling at me, I didn't take it well, mm-hmm. or I say something back. To where when I got to uh, North Texas, I learned how to just take it, uh, listen to what he's saying, and it helped me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Freddie? So it's in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll say listen to critics more. Oh. Like, yeah, my mom, even coach, like you said, like your mom or it's always hard, like if somebody tell you you're doing something wrong or like your, um, whatchamacallit, just, yeah, if you're doing something wrong or you're you know, something bad about you. It's always hard. Like, you're always defensive. Yes. Like, oh, mm-hmm. no, no, no. But I I learned how to back down and really just look and be like, yeah, That's you're a right. very difficult thing to do. It is, is man. To be able to take yes. criticism, even when it's, you know, it's not someone who's trying to belittle you, but mm-hmm. someone who's trying to help you. Mm-hmm. It, it is really tough to not take it personal, to not become defensive. Um it does take a while to figure that out. Yeah, I learned that. I mean, it's good mm-hmm. because I don't see everything as negative. If they tell right. me something that I did wrong, I'm like, okay, did I really? Because you cannot see yourself. People see you, so. Sure, yeah. exactly. Jeremy? Um, I took, there was, in high school, there was a lot of criticism towards me. Um, I never really, I never really was able to separate constructive criticism versus criticism. I just, I, a lot of it, was, I got criticized so much that 
I just took everything as me getting, you know, attacked. So growing up and then seeing like things from a a college level and from mm-hmm. a um a different standpoint of playing like celebrity games and stuff, I've I've taken that criticism and it was more constructive. So it was a big it was a big transition because at first like you know, when coach would tell me something, I get right back in his face versus now I'm just, I'm just, you know, I take it, I see what I did wrong, I see what he's saying, and then I put it, I put it, you know, when I get back out there, I put it into action. So it was really a big transition for me as a, as a person, but also as a player. Okay, cool. We're missing a couple of guys that usually kind of hang out with you. You guys have a kind of a close-knit friendship, uh, James. Shout out to James, my guy, yeah. James. <laughs> JBK. Let's go, boy. We love so, you, man. Tell me how, so when you guys are hanging out, what's... Oh, oh, Mama do too. Yeah, Mama do. Shout out to Mama my man, too. <laughs> Senegal, Africa gang. <laughs> So what's the role when you guys are hanging out? I mean, we get to see you guys hanging out here, but when y'all are, it's just you guys hanging out, what's the role for each one of you? How would... Oh, we ain't got no roles like that. Nah, we do, bro. We do. <laughs> what's the role? Okay, I want to hear the, the role. Someone's the instigator. Someone's a peacemaker. Someone's always, a, you know, Listen, someone's a ladies' I'm gonna man. I'm going to break it down for y'all. All right. Freddie's the, the instigator, the okay. gasser. He always hyping something up, and he know it. <laughs> James the talker. Oh, yeah, he is. Uh, the talker. What's Mama do? Mama do just the funny one. Yeah, facts. Dewey's funny. <laughs> He's just the funny one. And then me, just the quiet one, laid back. Uh-huh. That's what y'all see him at. <laughs> not like that. I am. All right, tell me, Freddie. I ain't saying nothing. I ain't saying nothing, man. I ain't saying nothing. I ain't snitching. <laughs> Why does it work, man? Why are you guys still? It's, it's This is... You guys have moved on to different colleges. Where's Where's Mamadou at? He's in, in Colorado. Adam State, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Um, James is in Texas. Is um, Angelo State. Angelo State. Angelo State. So, but here we are, back here. Y'all are back here in the house. Jeremy's hanging out here. Why does it work? What What do you think brings you guys together? What What made it all kind of click? There's obviously there's a friendship here that has gone beyond. Just playing basketball at San Jack. Mm. I feel like it's just not being fake, to be honest. Loyalty, yeah. Yeah, it's not just being fake. Loyalty. Because we had a lot of teammates that we could have hung out with, but I don't know. It just When we met each other, it was just like, you know, this happened like that. It's family. Mm-hmm. What's something that Jordan does, whether it's on the court or off the court, that you respect, Freddie, or that – you're impressed with that's what i'm saying he don't talk a lot so if you're gonna talk he's gonna tell you something that you really need to know mm-hmm. you really need to like so every time he talk like we value his um his voice basically that's what i'll say okay jordan you same question freddie uh freddie just like a he like a real genuine person like real down to earth and like he, re- he got respect for anybody okay what about jeremy Jeremy, that's my man. Yeah, that's my guy, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. That's my guy. He another genuine Yo, person. Yo, he, he is a genuine person yeah. too. Appreciate yeah. it. Mm. It's really cool to see you guys hang out and for this to be something that still, you know, could carry on for years. Mm-hmm. His family. Yeah. Big time. Mm-hmm. 
What brings you to Houston? What brings you to Deer Park? You well, just me. said family. That's, it's, that's it's, what brought me. Yeah, it's funny because you come here, next thing you know, I, as soon as we know you're coming, I'm like, well, when's Freddie going to be here? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> where, where's James at? James going to roll up in some rental car, you know? No license, no glasses, can't, can't see. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll stop there. Um, favorite NBA player and why, Freddie? Kobe. Kobe is my favorite. I just grew up on him. Yeah. And I, my favorite team is the Lakers, so he just went hand in hand. You liking the Lakers right now? Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm not going to switch like that. Uh-huh. I got three teams, to be honest. What's your three teams? <laughs> Go on, tell me. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell. It's Lakers. It's crazy because they're all in the West. Lakers, OKC, and Houston. All right. Houston is the is the latest one, to be honest, but... I was a I was a Harden fan was was when he wasn't with OKC so I just followed them basically. All right. So yeah. Jeremy. Uh, Derrick Rose. You know he's went through a lot of adversity in his basketball career. Mm-hmm. Um, way back I was I was with him when he was in his Memphis days and people a lot of people don't know he was in Memphis so I was rocking with him back then and then in high school he had lost his best friend and I think a drive by so he really. You know, he humbled himself to the game even more. And, like, I've always just, like, molded my game after him. And I've always looked on up to him ever since, even with the injuries, even with the adversity. He's always going to be my favorite player. Cool. Jordan? Dang. Damian Lillard. Yeah. He's my favorite player. Mm-hmm. He didn't play the last – No. Nah. He's they resting him or is he – no, nah, rest. Okay. Flow to the soil. Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna take it? Or the championship? Yeah. Go on. What are you looking at me for? You can say it. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Why me? Golden <laughs> State. No, now you bugging, bro. Golden <laughs> State. Uh, nah, I, it's Golden State, but I want Rockets to win because it's gonna be lit in Houston if they win. <laughs> and we down here with facts. <laughs> <laughs> Big facts. Big facts. Me right there. Big facts. Freddie, who are you saying? I said Rockets. Yeah. Um, I want them to win. Like yeah. I want them to win. Yeah. It's gonna be nice. I feel like Harden against um, KD is gonna be nice. Cool. Jeremy, what are you thinking? I'm saying the fi- Western Finals. I'm saying the Western Finals. Yeah. Right All right. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I would like. I would. I- Golden State more likely is going to take it, but I would actually like to see, you know, another team other than Golden State or Cleveland take it. Like Houston, they, they even came a long way. They really, in the past three years, they have really come a long way to represent the city. So for them to win it, I wouldn't even be upset. I'd be happy. Cool. All right. What's your most memorable play, Freddie? My most memorable play? Yeah. I will say uh, probably dunk on the 10 footer. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's what it is for real. I can't think. There's too. There's too many. There's too many plays. What so about just, the toughest opponent? Tough, toughest opponent. Yeah, it was probably in high school. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the team States. or the player? Do you remember? It was um, damn, what's in ACD? They were pretty nice, and we played. We beat them, and I think after we beat them, we were eight. We were eighth in okay. the, um in the country in high school. It was pretty nice. Nice, cool. Yeah. Jordan, memorable play. Yeah, 
Northwest Florida last year. <laughs> okay. Why? We were down 20 at half. We came back, we tied the game. I came down, you know, did what I do. <laughs> Hit a three, put us up, and we won the game. We took it home. Uh-huh. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Was that maybe the toughest opponent? Nah, no? our toughest opponent was probably Angelina. Angelina, yeah, yeah they, they were, played hard. They were, yeah, yeah, they were tough. They gave us our first love, but they always play hard though. They were hard, Jeremy. Um, my my most memorable play was actually last year playing in my uh, first celebrity game. There was a uh, it tell was me like, what the celebrity game thing is. So like, you meet you meet big people like you meet. Famous rappers like I met Little Flip, Kurt Cobain, Shaq, bro, Shaq, <laughs> Shaq, Magic Johnson, Nate Robertson, George Gervin, um, Michael Purdy, one and Jordan, John, well, Jonathan Clark. Talk on that mic so we can hear these names. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Clark. All right, those two are the some of the world's greatest dunkers. I got to really like just so learn this from is them. every year this happens at different times this is every year like it it, it happens almost like every other month okay um and you buy a ticket to go and attend or no i i actually get put in the games to play okay and um last year i was playing for hoops for harvey it was after hurricane harvey had uh-huh. devastated and we were like donating clothes and goods to families who lost everything nice so I get in. I get into the gym. I get in the game. I'm chatting it up with Lil Flip and Kirk Cobain, just just chatting. And uh, the game starts, and there's a six foot eight dude who's about maybe two sixty. I mean, he's a big dude. And on the first my first five minutes, I wasn't really doing nothing, just running up and down. And then I get a fast break, and he runs under the rim, thinking I'm not go. You know, I'm, he's going to intimidate me. So, uh, Sir Isaac. Throws me the uh, ball and I catch it and I run and I just do a two-handed tomahawk right on like right on him, and nobody expected it. Like it was just out of the blue. Yeah. So that was my most memorable. Like you surprised yourself. I surprised myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and I thought about it, and it hit me that, you know, watching a lot of the uh, college games at San Jack, it really motivated me to you know to that level because I would always visualize myself on the court with them mm-hmm. so to have that college mentality but not play it really helped me throughout my career still as a basketball player okay cool well pizza is ready and we're kind of winding down here guys thanks again for doing this but I got one final question or one or one or two final questions for each of you but just wanted to take the time now to say thank you for doing this last minute Kind of caught you guys by surprise, but I think it's going to be a good thing. I, th- I think a lot of people are going to find this interesting to get the perspective of, of you guys as student athletes. Um, what are the, what's what are the plans for finishing after college for you, Jeremy? Uh, after college, what's I can, next? I can um, I can actually go into basketball full time. So instead of just having to deal with school you know, deal with the college life and then put basketball to the side with, the like, again, with the games and traveling and stuff and missing mm-hmm. out on that, I can actually put my full focus into it with the whole networking, the brand building, the sponsors, um, the connect, just all the connections and stuff. Yeah. I can put my whole focus on into that. Into that. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
Um, I know you you have a you're a man of many talents and hobbies and stuff, video making, all that kind of stuff. You want to let people know where they can find you? Um, you can just hit me up on Instagram at one ball is underscore life. I mean, I'm just you can just hit me up asking for information about it, or if you want a video made, we can talk about it. What you want, what you don't, and you know nothing's unfair. Everything's straight down the middle and fair. Cool. Jordan, what's next for you after? Oh, what's the plans for next year? You got graduation coming up. So, uh, what do you see uh, in your future? Graduating. Then I'm gonna sign a contract somewhere, playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Getting a check. Okay. Chasing that bag. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight. It was in this bank account. All right. Where can people find you online? Where do you want? Do you want people contacting you, or where could they? Are you a Twitter person or Instagram person or what? You want to keep it top Follow secret? Follow me on Instagram underscore JD1K. My Twitter the same. All right. We got JD. We got <laughs> JC. We got Freddie B. <laughs> Freddie. Yeah. What's up? What's up for you afterwards? Uh, me, after, like him, I'm graduating, and then I'm gonna see if I got um some uh, contracts to go pro. If not, well, I got many companies I want to start, so I'm gonna get into that. And I love music, so I really want to do something with that too. Well, we're gonna have another show talking about music, and I actually would like to have a show with each one of you individually to to get more into details on. Other things like business ideas, movie making. Mm-hmm. Jordan's surprising us with some of his interests and in, in some of the classes he's taken. So we're gonna we're gonna have an individual uh, podcast show. But I think it's really cool that you have that. Where can we find you? Where can we find me? Um, everywhere for real is Diffray is D Y F F R E. What is that? Diffray is is okay. We call this in French. Uh huh. We call this Verlan. So it's basically backwards. So it's Freddy, but backwards. You put the F R E. You see what I'm saying? You got yeah, it now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the D Y in front. Gotta be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it's different. This is my nickname for for the longest now. So. All right, guys, let's go get some some food and some drinks. Thanks for doing this. All right, bye. Thank you. <laughs>